Hey everybody, welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam and on today's episode, we are up to season seven, episode one called Remember the Alamo and it premiered on August 21st, 1996. So this one starts out and we see David and Donna are wrapping up a music video shoot on the beach. So they're still kind of doing this uh, directing music videos. The band wants to leave and um, David and Donna are not done obviously filming. They're kind of, you know, figuring out what to do with them. And um, basically David needs to tread lightly, thinks that they need to tread lightly because the band is MZA, MZA is the company that hired them. It's their biggest act. And if they screw it up, their careers as video producer directors are over and um, they'll be screwed. Then at the beach apartment, also I'm thinking David and Donna are still together. They kind of, well, we'll get to that. Um, then we're at the beach apartment. Kelly is welcoming Claire home, who was away for three weeks overseas, Switzerland, doing, you know, Claire Arnold things. Kelly spent the summer in summer school because she was doing drugs and was, uh, she had a tough year prior to this. So she was catching up um, on school. That way she will be a senior when school starts with the rest of everybody else. And, um... I've taken summer classes. They're not like an entire... I mean, did she miss the entire semester? I don't know. Summer classes usually... I could be wrong, but they're like split up. So I did... I think I did just like a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks. I don't even think it was four weeks. But I had the same class for like two hours every single morning. And that way you didn't have your whole, like you had the rest of the summer to do stuff. You had your summer off. So I don't know, did she lose an entire semester? But I don't mean, I guess she was taking a lot of classes over the summer because she was going to summer school. And they don't even, do they call it summer school also in college? I'm just, I'm harping on this a little too much. Anyways, she was taking classes over the summer. Um, Steve apparently joined Brandon for a few weeks on his road trip. Brandon was supposed to go on that cross-country road trip with Susan. He went alone the whole time, but Steve, I guess, met him somewhere, maybe flew out to meet him somewhere, and then was uh, driving with him a little bit. So anyways, we now see Steve and Brandon, and thanks to the um, some car trouble with Brandon's Mustang, they are somewhere in the south uh they don't really say where um they were supposed to go to the alamo but they uh they have to get their car fixed some i'm i don't know i mean they're they're making these characters to be very rednecky so i'm just gonna say these rednecks are hassling them a little bit and um Steve's annoyed that their journey is going to be delayed, which means an additional day without him seeing Claire. And they see a bus, and the 
bus is going to Houston or some bigger city. So Brandon says, get on the bus. Um, you should go catch a flight home, see her. I'll stay here with my car and I'll see you in a couple of days. So um, Steve's going to do it. He asks him to keep it quiet so he can surprise Claire. Um, so he's like, sure, go get her. And he said, what did he say? Go easy on her. She's a small girl. <laughs> so then Brandon calls Valerie to tell her about the car trouble and to make sure also she's paying the bills so he has a house basically to come home to, which is kind of funny that he is, uh, I mean, it makes sense that he would be the one handling the finances on the home. But uh, he's making sure that she's doing that. But she is obviously capable because she also runs the Peach Pit After Dark. However, we do find out here that it's not doing so well. I guess not a lot of people have been going there over the summer. So um, Valerie has set up some time with a CPA from Jim's office. Again, I'm not 100% sure what the CPA is going to do to help with the club, but I guess he's going to help with the club. Um, but, uh, yeah. Also, Valerie smoking pot again. Just putting that out there. I don't think it's a big deal, but, I mean, it's legal in many places now. So, I mean, but I guess that was different back in 1996. So, we then see... Um, Kelly and Claire talking about her time in Switzerland. Um, Kelly is now interning at a care facility for one of her classes. Um, I, I don't know. Then we see, um, they're at the Peach Bit, then we see uh, Valerie show up and it is crystal clear that Valerie and Kelly did not spend the summer hanging out really together because they seem like they are back to hating each other and uh also unfortunately for Valerie that um Balan the detective that she was kind of flirting with kissing with uh he was reassigned so they're not together and Valerie's single and then Claire decides I guess she gets word that they're stuck somewhere in Texas um, so she decides that she's going to head down to Texas to surprise Steve, um, unbeknownst to, um, so basically right now it's a little bit of a, he wants to surprise her, she wants to surprise him, they're in a little bit of a predicament because they might miss each other. We'll see what happens. So then Brandon goes to the library and he's chatting with a young lady about getting information about the Alamo because, uh, that's where he wants to go. So he then, um, she's calling him sir because it's the South. Um, she's also, um, black. So when another librarian sees the black girl talking to the white boy, um, she disapproves because apparently it's 1956 or something. I don't, I just, whatever anyways the girl she's talking to he's talking to her name is mariah and when the um the other librarians kind of like getting angry at her even though she's doing her job because she is helping brandon she decides to quit she's like i'm done with you i'm done with this job 
uh, Brandon's kind of like, oh my God, like freaking out because he feels badly that she, he had something to do to contribute to her unemployment. He wants to buy her lunch and um, she agrees. And then we see those, I'm going to call them rednecks again. Those redneck guys are also like not happy to see them together. I don't, I mean, is this still like a thing that people look I mean, I'm saying this is still, this is 1996, but is this, I mean, it's just weird. I didn't think in 1996 people would freak out at the sight of a mixed race couple. Even though they're not a couple, they were just talking, but apparently everyone's making a big deal out of it. Anyways, so Valerie then goes to meet with the CPA who Jim, um, set her up with his name is Kenny Bannerman and he says to Valerie that Jim did not tell him that she was so young and so attractive oh you mean Jim didn't tell you that a girl who's kind of like a niece to him is attractive like wh- why would he tell why wouldn't I mean that's weird why wouldn't he tell you that it's just it's something that normal people say oh you're I want you to help out um this girl who's kind of like she lived in my house in my daughter's room kind of like a niece to me because we grew up you know our families were very close um can you help her out with her business and by the way she's really attractive what okay Kenny also inappropriate to say to her but so they're going to discuss um ways that she can get some money and revitalize the peach pit after dark because like I said it is not doing well so then um Donna is assigned to keep an eye on the band member his name is Taz and um he's gonna stay at the beach apartment while the rest of the crew is filming but he's kind of like a Billy Idol guy I I don't know I mean he's weird but he recognizes Kelly from her brief modeling days because he remembers her 17 magazine cover because it's normal that a rocker like this guy is reading 17 magazine but apparently he did and he recognized Kelly and he has taken a liking to Kelly uh so then Donna enlists Kelly to come back to the shoot because they need him to cooperate because he is not cooperating. Um, so um, she thinks that maybe she'll help her out. So then we are back somewhere in the South and Brandon and Mariah are talking about traveling and relationships and Mariah's desire to write a book about angels. It's really, really riveting and exciting stuff. Um, that they're talking about so I'm just gonna graze over it because it was so riveting um go back to the video shoot um it involves large alphabet blocks and people in weird furry masks so very creative idea David and I guess Donna came up with the concept um Taz the lead singer is naturally distracted by Kelly and right in the middle of the shoot he basically starts saying like hi to Kelly um and then David um decides to yell at Donna for bringing her along because he says Kelly's a distraction and um 
Don is equally mad at him over blaming her for his laziness. And this is kind of amazing, though, because then she screams at him to get back to work because she's just like, Taz, get your butt over here. Like, it was kind of funny. So it was cute because Donna's not normally like it, like that. So it was a cute little scene. Um, At the Walsh house. Valerie has a very cute, funny, happy reunion with Steve. Um, he is in the shower and she comes up and she's so excited. She's like, Steve. And he's like, hi, Val. As he's like literally in the shower with soap all over himself. And it's kind of funny. Um, but then as they're talking, he says he came home to surprise Claire to which she's like uh oh because Claire's on her way to surprise you so he now is like great so he's now gonna go back to meet her in Texas because they're just constantly missing each other right now so it's kind of you know it's whatever it is I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for um back in the south somewhere the redneck mechanics do not want to work on Brandon's car and when Brandon confronts them then there's some like racial slurs that come out but they're like racial slurs that you can get away with saying on cable tv or basic cable I mean because if you said it on um basic cable now I don't I just I don't know but anyway Brandon tries up to tries to stand up to the guys for Mariah um he's a tough guy for someone on the shorter side um so I don't know it's always funny he's always looking up to these guys but he's he's you know standing I, I don't know anyways yeah they're calling Mariah I, I don't even want to say the words because it's just it's weird but they start doing you know really weird 1950 uh slurs um, but Mariah pulls him away before anything gets physical, so they decide to leave, and I don't know, Brandon, she's like, basically, like, let's be the bigger people, and um, she pulls him away, even though Brandon wants to fight these guys now, because they're racist assholes. So, back in Beverly Hills, there's a rap party for the video uh nat and joan attend for some reason they're just randomly they're just like randomly thrown in scenes i feel but i will say um this joe e tata who plays nat this is like such a great gig for him i feel he's getting like a steady paycheck he doesn't have to do a lot of work i feel like he's not in that many scenes and he's like older so just kind of like come to work for a few days get a nice paycheck and be on your merry way it's kind of a, a great gig I think that he's got it's kind of like Gonther from Friends like I feel like he had a big part well not not that he was a big part but he's in a bunch of episodes but he's, he's getting a nice steady paycheck and he also I mean he his hair was kind of a giveaway although he looks very different on the French reunion but again obviously it's almost 20 years later so never mind on that but anyways I think it's a good gig for Nat so Taz is very interesting Kelly uh still Valerie invites the band to play at the after dark but 
Taz is kind of like ignoring her. Um, and he loses interest in Kelly. This is so funny. He loses interest in Kelly when she tells him that she's been interning at an AIDS hospice. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of funny. He's just like, oh, like he's just over it. Um, then they're talking about, uh, Steve and Claire and Kelly says that Claire is on her way back to Beverly Hills because she heard that Steve is coming to see her. So, um, and Steve can't get back to Texas anyways because of heavy winds. So he and Claire are, you know, going to miss each other. But then we see unknowingly that Claire and Steve are at the same airport. They're stuck at the airport. They're there, but they have not seen each other. Um, so it's just a matter of time until they do. Then David and Donna um, make up at the wrap party. So it is, they, I guess, are still together. Um, but he's also worried that no one from MZA has come to the wrap party. Eric's secretary, Eric is the guy who was like their boss, who was um, hitting on every single girl at Steve's birthday party on the finale. He is, his secretary arrives to tell them that Eric has been let go from MZA. And David and Donna's contracts are up for review in two weeks. And now that their boss is gone, that could be it for them at MZA. So their career, even though they're in college, but their career could be over with directing, producing music videos. We then see Mariah take uh, Brandon to her place for dinner. And they continue to talk about boring shit. He admits that he does not want to work on the condor anymore because of Susan. Um, so, I mean, they were talking about relationships, so I'm sure he, you know, filled her in on Susan. Um, and Mariah decides to cheer him up with a trip to a bar to hear blues music. At the bar, Brandon meets Mariah's ex-boyfriend, Daniel, who doesn't like her hanging out with the white boy, because, again, it's 1956. Um... Mariah decides that they should leave and she does tell Daniel that since they're not together anymore she can hang out with whomever she wants. Um, Daniel doesn't want to let it go so Mariah tells him that's just um, he's basically just as bad as the redneck. She's saying like they're racist you're kind of being the same way. Whatever. Um, then we see Steve and Claire. They were stuck at the airport, not seeing each other until the morning. And then we see, you know, it's like cute, cheesy rom-com running towards each other montage. We see they spot each other from across the airport. They're running towards each other at slow motion. He's hopping over su like suitcases. She's kind of just, you know, weaving in and out very slow motion like I said cheesy music they embrace he's spinning her around they're kissing and they're gonna go get a motel together because they have not seen each other for three whole weeks and they you know they have a very uh sexually charged relationship so they're like better get to the motel and get there fast 
Um, back in the South, Brandon's car is almost ready, so I guess they decided to work on the car. And um, Mariah's trying to rush him along. And so he stayed at her place. She let him stay on the couch. I mean, this is totally a platonic thing, it seems. But are you letting a strange guy just sleep on your couch? But he did. He stayed on the couch. And she's trying to rush him out because she's come to an epiphany. And that epiphany is she's going to take a bus to New York and start her life as a writer. And she's going to write about angels because she's big into angels. So, I don't know. We then see Kenny call Valerie to discuss business. Though he clearly wants to take things personal because he is for sure um, into Valerie. I mean, he even said it. Jim didn't tell me that you're so attractive. Um I mean, I guess they're supposed to think she's interested also. I don't know how old he is. I'm I'm going with like a 45-year-old. I'll do a spotlight on him eventually because he's going to be around for a little bit. So when I do the spotlight on him, we'll figure out exactly how old he is. But um, yeah, he... Um, yeah, he's creepy. I'm just going to put it that way. I think that Kenny is creepy. And he doesn't like to be, he says this to her, she, he does not like to be called Ken. He likes to be called Kenny. So that's why he's Kenny. He's a 45-year-old Kenny. Um, then David is kind of annoying Donna to go with him to MZA to find out what's going on with their jobs. Donna wants to relax because apparently they've been working so hard. They don't know, you know, what's going to happen anyways. So why stress out about it? Donna's fine with just being thankful that they had the experience and go back to school. Whereas David wants to keep working and isn't pleased when she tells him that she doesn't really want to do this anymore. And they've been kind of fighting back and forth. So I'm really unclear at this point whether or not they're together. It was like, yes, then it was no, then it was yes, then it was no. We don't have a clear state clear stance at this point if they're together or not um but yeah anyways um at the end of the episode brandon and mariah are saying their goodbyes uh she's basically saying he's an angel because somehow he's convinced her to go to new york um i don't really know how but apparently he did and um I mean, I don't know why she didn't go already, but whatever. I mean, Brandon somehow convinced her. And um, at the end, just for the rednecks kind of, you know, viewing eye since they are um, watching them, Brandon kisses Mariah before heading back to home just to piss them off. And that is where the episode ends. <laughs> facts and tidbits so i want to say that taz's band is called bad cow which is kind of awesome i did look it up to see if it was a real band and there is a band called the bad cows not related so i think this was just made up for the show but clever name also i kind of think that i had like a 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like this episode just is implying that, like, the South is just basically filled with rednecks and, and racists. I don't know. Were you getting that if you watched it? I, I kind of was a little bit, and I, I I don't like that perception for, I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Anyways, not much else, um, but I'm going to do the spotlight on Mariah, who is played by actress Maya Campbell. She was born in Tacoma, Maryland on November 26, 1976, which makes her now 44. Um, so she was pretty young on the show if she was born in 76. Um, so that means this was nine. So she was only, uh, she was not even 20 probably when they, because her birthday's in November and this was August of 96. So she was 19 years old um, when this uh, episode aired. So she was young. Anyways, um, she is, um, it says she's still active. I'll, I'll get to this. But so she's was in um, Poetic Justice, which is a movie I love because um, John Jackson is my girl and Tupac's in that movie. So she was in uh, Poetic Justice. She was on the show In the House. Um, she was main character on that show, 76 episodes. So I think that's kind of what she was most known on, known for. She obviously did, uh, well, don't want to give it away, but we do see her one more time. So she is on two episodes in 90210. Um, but she was on Moesha, Sister, Sister, and kind of, you know, still says that she's been doing some stuff up until, um, 2017, although it's listed as she's real active. And the thing that... I found interesting so I guess LL Cool J was on in the house with her and there was some viral video in around 2017 of her apparently asking at a gas station asking a attendant or something where to find drugs I didn't see the video this is allegedly um and then LL Cool J tried to reach out to her and on Instagram then or Twitter or something and then kind of said that um, you can't help someone that doesn't want to be helped but then she posted a video saying that she's fine she doesn't need help um, and she's I guess has had issues with um, substance abuse and drugs maybe and mental health issues so I think she says she's fine and she's just getting help for that so hopefully that is um, true she's getting help and um, you know but again, all allegedly, I don't know how accurate this stuff is, but um, that is what I found out while doing my research for the show. But that is uh, it for the fun facts and tidbits and for the spotlight for this episode. Thank you all for listening to Casa Walsh, the Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. On the next episode, we will be going over season seven, episode two, called Here We Go Again. So we'll see you then. Thanks for listening.